Then right. they don't beat you. They are with you. Are we, can, then you can. Push more time. We'll start off. Hello. <laughs> we'll start off with the uh, Zohar on uh, page 83 in Pashat Emor. And I'm going to read the Hebrew first because that's the power. Chudada, and when I say Hebrew, I mean the Aramaic of the uh, Zohar itself because the uh, modern version by Rabbi Ashlag is modern Hebrew. Chudada litana biyomadikipurik. This mitzvah concerning the inuim, the the, we, oh, we learn fasting, but it doesn't mean only fasting, but to uh, incur, uh, say, pain, where it's not pain either, because there's another word for pain, ke'ev. The word here is inui, it's a very special word. Torture. What? Torture? <laughs> We, we say it means torture, but it also means ani, or, or Hebrew is a beautiful language. You know, if you're, and we, we have to always try to get to the essence of its meaning rather than its corruption. The word here really inui means from the word poor. Okay, so what does it mean? Lachna'a gufa benafsha. Okay. And the Zohar says, and this is where we learn the halacha from, that we are to uh, create five degrees of poorness in order for what purpose? To uh, make poor. This is the reason. Make poor on this Yom Kippur the body and nefesh, nefesh which is the crude spirit, right? In the secret of five inuyim, the secret of five inuyim. Therefore, we don't eat, we don't drink, uh, we don't uh, wash, we don't uh, wear uh, shoes, leather shoes, and also sexual intercourse. These are the five basic Inuit. In other words, everything else does not create a subjugation of the body to the soul. Nothing else. These five. And the Zohar says, why? Because these five are He Madre God because these are the five frames of reference, Madrigot, Dargot, steps, but it's more than that. Shalyomekipurim, which is the five Svidot of Chesed, Gevura, Teferet, Netzach, and Hod. Now we, for some of you, maybe you don't, you haven't learned, but the reason it's called Chesed, Gevura, Teferet, Netzach, and Hod, that's the five Svidot, meaning Ketachach, Mubina, Zeirapinu, Malchud. Because Hod is the culmination. We, this is more fully discussed in, on the Svirot. Hey, the uh, Hod, the final Svirah, is really the final Svirah. Then why do we have Yesod and why do we have Malchut? Because Yesod is, is the totality of these five put together. 
it's like, you know, you bring five separate forces together, but the culminating force is hot. But for it to then become manifest, it becomes another aspect. But in the sea, you have the total fruition of the of the fruit. But you still will have to take this seed, plant the seed, and wait for it to, to come out when you'll have the ultimate seed again. The completion of the seed is where it's been completed. In fact, the seed already is is fully grown in a potential state, like the man's footprint on the beach that he will make tomorrow, right? But what's necessary is manifestation, and Yisod and and Malchut deal with the manifestation of things. Okay, briefly stated. So on Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, ki hamekatreik balaskiya avonotem, because the prosecuting attorney comes to remind the force of our Avedot. Alright, this is what we have to do on the tenth day. On the tenth day. And it's called Mikrai Kodesh. A holy convocation which only means that there is a cosmic event going on today. Again, unfortunately, Yom Kippur has been accepted as a holiday. The most important holiday, because all the sins will be forgiven, supposedly, on Yom Kippur. And therefore, it's become a holy day. A holy day. But that's not what it says in the Torah. The Torah says it's a Mikrai Kodesh. It's a cosmic event. Mikrai Kodesh. The tenth day. Why is the tenth day? Why not tomorrow? the day after or the day before why this day and so what we're what we understand from the Kabbalah from the Zohar this particular day this particular day has a cosmic event going on that according to the Zohar can make manifest our objective what is our objective what is our objective life life there is a roadblock, a stumbling block. What is that? Past years' experience. See, in uh, in spiritual matters, we don't compromise. In business, you compromise. You lose money for ten years. Maybe next year will be better, right? Here, it doesn't work that way. Look at your balance sheet. Loss, the end of the job. Finished. Finished can't give all of the rationale that why next year should be better, although there's past experience that it wouldn't be better. Right? Like I say about the Israeli asking, well, he says, yet tov. And I always ask on what basis? 2,000 years says it wasn't so good. But he says tomorrow will be better. On what basis? Here, no. It's cut off right away. If you can't, if you can't change over that ledger sheet, can't change the ledger sheet, you haven't made it. Finish. Finish. How can we change it? How can we change the from 
looking at, at as a sheet of liabilities as opposed to uh, credits, profits, is with these hei-inuyim. Hei-inuyim. By making, and we have studied, that these hei-inuyim, like all fasting today, recognize it weakens the body. But what does a, what does a doctor tell his patient? who's gone through a serious ailment. Eat less. Eat less. I mean, it sounds so irrational. Here, the fellow needs all the strength he can muster. He's just gone through this terrible operation. He feels weak. Now the doctor says, don't eat. Be the opposite. Eat. That's the way he's going to get healthy. No. First they tell him, don't eat. And then, as you get stronger... You begin to eat. But how do you get stronger? How does the body get stronger if it doesn't eat? Doesn't the body need food? No. You get stronger by fasting. So while they may not consider that question for a moment, but from Sharul HaKodesh, which will be revealed soon, we know that fasting, fasting is the most uh, effective tool that we can we have we have the right meditations obviously as well to uh, change over everything that has been a liability fasting fasting or deprivation of the body why is that so because you've already <coughs> learned what is the body the body is the desire to receive for oneself alone that creates fragmentation that's me and nobody else you know, all, all the things that the body represents. Limitation. By subjecting the body or redirecting the body, putting a new energy intelligence into the body. How do you do that? The body knows of one thing. What does it want? Food. Give me. What are you doing? You're saying, no. I'm going to change it. You're not going to eat. There's a clash. There's a clash. Who's going to win? But this is, in essence, the understanding of why fasting can really do a job. Because the power of the body, which is that limiting power, gradually diminishes by your thought intelligence of saying, no, I'm restricting. That's what we learned today, what restriction does the greater the restriction. In other words, the greater the pain, the feeling for food. Therefore, the 40-day fast, which one day we will learn with the meditation. 40-day fast according to Rabbi Isaac, glory the Ari. There is nothing, nothing on a physical level that is limiting. Disease. What is disease? This heat, right? Nothing that exists in this world that cannot be cured by the 40-day fast. Nothing. Therefore, a brit is very important. Therefore, a, a and we get free trips so along the way. A pidyun ben is a free trip. They're counted like either forty. A brit is counted like forty days of fasting. And the energy of brit is is equal to forty. Forty days. day fast. But what do most people do? They don't have the sudad. You see, the brit is is only the byproduct. The manifestation is the su'udah, and that very few people go through. So they're there, 
And if they had this little information, wash, you know, wash your hands, because you know why you got to wash, and so eat the suda, go home. Take two minutes. Just do that little thing. And that, people are, you know, if the pit is in the morning, who's got time, he's got to go. And look how the cosmos, the, the negative cosmos work against us. By ignorance, the guy could be attending a Brit and not get the fourth. Because if he doesn't wash and he just attended the Brit, he's at the level of of the potential. Here it is. It's all ready. Now make it manifest. We have learned that if you don't make things manifest, everything you need is all there already. It's already been received from you, but it's got to become manifest. And the secret of Kabbalah is how? Kabbalah. How to make things manifest, be received. Right, so these five, these five have to do with, you know, these are the five aspects. These are the five aspects of the body that we want to minimize or even ultimately remove, meaning remove the, the energy intelligence. Now, I don't want to remove the body because nobody wants to die. What we want to do is change the energy intelligence of the body into one of opposite of Shem. So are these Ketachotina of the body, the five Yim That's right. That's right. Uh, so you said if the body went through operation, you said, and after, to make it stronger, you have to test. That's what, what the doctor says? Right, so what, what operation... What operation are we talking about, Rosh Hashanah? Or, I mean, uh, no, I'm talking about Yom Kippur. We do the same thing. It's the same thing. We've got liabilities here, right? I mean, all of this is based... This, he says, will remove the Averot. Remove the Averot. We didn't come to the house and remove the Averot. Well, we began by saying this. What's Averot? Averot is fulfillment that has been transferred. The Hebrew word is Avar. Well, that's a virus. It's from the word Averah. Uh, sin for the word Abedah, but means that he has not, he has demanded or requested energy and has not made it manifest. In other words, thou shalt not steal. That object that I want to steal from our discussion of today belongs to me. Belongs to me. But that I wouldn't think, didn't we say, I wouldn't, why do I want to steal that object? The object is telling me, steal me. Isn't that right? After what we got through today. <laughs> I belong to you. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> take me. <laughs> Tell it to the judge. Huh? Tell it to the judge, right? Listen, that's why I stole. <clears throat> For no other reason than to fulfill, like Michelle says, you know, look, drink the, the coffee is really saying, do me a favor, right? I mean, you're the only one who can make me feel fulfilled by taking me. So that's why I stole. Because why did I steal the object, not the uh, the other individual? Because he wanted to be revealed through me. So it's so logical that I steal it. The answer is we also learn, no, it's fun. But because of bread of shame, we must react to the water, you see? Because we are in control. We must react to that water by making a blessing. What, what does the blessing really do? We don't thank the Lord for giving it to us. On the contrary, he's pushing me to drink. Right? The Lord is pushing me to drink. So I'm not, I got to say thank you. 
who asked him to give it to me in the first place? Right? He wants to be revealed. I've got to, you know, I've got to pay the price. So the blessing is, no. Sure. This is for me, and I want it. The blessing says, wait a second. Because normally I would, the minute I want to drink something, I would, I would take it. That's the body. You say, no. Hold on a minute. That's the blessing. That's, that's the full impact of the blessing. Plus, of course, connecting internal. All right? So, by restriction, by restriction, we make manifest the very same thing that really belongs to us, except by stealing, where was your restriction? By stealing, by making the thought become manifested within me without this, the striking, without striking, there is no manifestation. So, it goes somewhere else. It goes somewhere else. That's why it's called Aveda. That energy that belongs to me goes elsewhere, into what we call the Kippot, into other entities. On Yom Kippur, this tenth day, we're supposed to fast. Why is it the tenth day? So, Rabbi Isaac Luria says that each day, each day, I don't want to uh, uh, repeat what's already in the table. Each day represents another aspect of restriction. That's what Chuva is all about. We come down to the tenth day, which is Malchut, right? Of the tenth Svirot. That's why it's this cosmic event is not chosen indiscriminately by the Bible or by uh, by uh, God up there. That you know, this is the day I, I, I picked out this day. That's not I picked out this day. This is a cosmic event called Malchut, called Malchut, which is the the manifestation of all those desires to receive. And the best time, like we said, when do you, when can you get the greatest fulfillment? When you develop the greatest amount of desire to receive. The tenth day called Yom Kippur is when that manifestation of Malchut takes place. Therefore, this is the day that I can do what? Change it all. How do you change it all? By restriction. Fasting and so on. So these are vehicles. Now if I don't think like that, but I just go through fasting, I just go through the procedures without injecting maybe the 99 and 9 tenths percent. So you accomplish 1%. So you want to know why Yom Kippur doesn't do the job for most people? Because, and he fasted, and he did everything that he was supposed to do. And in fact, there are five tefillot, which we'll come to shortly. Five prayers. Five different grades of prayers. Well, you know now why they're five, at least, right? At least we know why they're five. But it doesn't help everybody. Because, without knowing why you're doing this, you have become, what I say, a robot. What does a robot do? The conscious is not working, or I shall say the conscious is working, but the 99% of a robot, there is no such thing. It's mechanical. It's mechanical. So the robot must be an extension of somebody, because the robot doesn't know what to do. So when I'm fasting, the fasting is an entity. Does the fasting know what to do? It's a channel. It's the nail. It's the nail. 
It's the hammer. Right? But without somebody deciding to bring the hammer together with the nail and the wood. That's what fasting could mean. If you don't think of what you want to accomplish with it. Because the thinking, the 99% accomplishes it. Not the 1%. So people think that they have already observed the five Hinu Yin, the five points of making Ani. Why is it called Ani, like we said before? I am making this body become poor. Poor. What does poor mean? Deprived of its force. What is a poor man? Deprived of that which it needs, that which it operates with. That's why it's called Inuyim. Because the purpose here will be to consciously want to, consciously want to remove the energy, thought, intelligence of the body which is desired to receive for oneself alone. So if you didn't do, if you don't do that on Yom Kippur, you've lost your, you've lost your, uh, your opportunity. And it won't do it. It won't do it. Now what else do we want? We have hate filot. So we have, now we have five prayers. Why, why do we pray? Why do we have to pray? In fact, we know on Shabbat, on Shabbat, if you don't pray, if you went to sleep uh, Friday night, woke up Saturday night, you got you got you drew the energy of uh, of Shabbat. Of course, there are degrees you can be more conscious, but you've at at its minimal level, it's all been accomplished. We do the same thing on Yom Kippur. Why do we have to pray? Because we have to overcome. Well, that I'm taken care of by the uh, by, the, by the by the five uh, Inuim. I've taken care of that. Okay, but you see, there's one thing: overcoming the negative liabilities. But what about? Is there a renewal of energy? Just because I've, I've removed the enemy... How do you keep away? Not only, not only how do I keep away, but what about me? I mean, what have I gotten from that? So, Rabbi Isaac Gloria explains it for us. Again, continuing uh, with the uh, premise that you, you heard the tapes. The energy store is located in Bina. We have to reach that store to get your energy. The only thing we've done here is remove the stumbling blocks, which is the body. What do you mean the body? Which means, not the body, but that is an expression of who causes all these different averot that one does, the sins, transgressions. The 99%, which understands everything, no, that stupid 1% by which we're, most of us are guided in fragmentation and, and so forth. By the five Inuyim, we, we've done away with that. Okay, so he's not the stumbling block, but I have to reach the store and take the energy I need for the year. Remember, it's not enough now that we're pure. It's like and, reaching the store and not getting in. And, and, and not asking, and not ta- telling the guy, now give me my food. 
right? There were roadblocks to get to the store, and I finally got to the store, and I don't ask. I don't connect with the energy store, which is called Bina. That energy store works once a year. Once a year. Let's explain the tapes. Each year, there is a renewal of energy to continue for the rest of the year. And that energy store is open on Yom Kippur. Now, when you pray, according to Rabbi Isaac Luria, what is praying? It is Hevel. He calls it Hevel. Breath. So, in other words, it's not the, the words that are going to be said, but actually that's why we say scanning is at its minimal. And we're going to learn that in the eye there's a little breath there too. There's five different breaths. We're going to learn by restriction. Remember, we began touching on, on the bases today. There's through the malchut, the strongest breath that comes out through your nose is another, but lesser, because you're going up the ladder, you're going away from malchut, desire to receive, impact, right? So ear on pin, which is the nose, has lesser of a degree of desire to receive, and therefore, you know why less breath comes out of your nose? What a stupid question. You know what? Even in the eyes, you know, you yes, get a little, you, know, you get a little uh, mucus in there. You know, every morning you wake oh. up, there's a little. Where does that come from? Where does it come from? It comes from the diffusion, filtering out. See, the desire to receive is so strong, hmm. and there's not too much restriction, so. Now, if there would be a flow of energy like this, it'd be no problem. But it's like in the bulb, you know, you notice the black around, whether by a blowout of a bulb, it's a little black over there. What's the black? Figure it out. In any event... <laughs> Actually, people that breathe through their mouth has uh, a great desire to receive from oneself or not. More so. More than so than breathing through, breathing the, through the, nose. the nose. Right. If somebody can breathe through his ears, it's still... <laughs> <laughs> But we can't, because in this world, is six in one, right? Seven, the seven days of creation. We can't operate that way. We can't operate that way. All right? Anyway, this keeps going up, right? Into the point of Keta, where it looks like there isn't something going on, like in the eyes. But there is. All right? Now, all of these removals, all of these removals means breath, you know, again, breath indicating the desire to receive. That's already without action, physical action. Now, Hevel, according according to the uh, according to the Ari, since it's not physical, right? Remember, the mucus is only a result of of activity of the mouth. It's, you know, it's not, how did the mucus get there in the first place? So we say, because the desire to receive and so on and so forth. But we're not eating, right? Now, this breath business is is divorced or devoid of, of physicality. 
right? Bina is totally devoid of anything. You know, it's it's, it's above Genesis, right? Above the seven. And I'm, I'm basing what I'm saying now to be as brief as I can to get to the point. You're now above. You're at the point where you said, hey, can I breathe with my ear? Right? On Yom Kippur, you can. On Yom Kippur, that's where you are, actually. You've gone above Genesis 6 and 1, right? Seven days. You're in Bina. Only once a year. Once a year. On Yom Kippur. That's, that's a cosmic event called Bina. Now, if I can, if I can do activities that will connect with Bina, what is Bina? Above physical manifestation. Above physical manifestation. Breath, the reason we pray five times is to connect to the internal aspect of Bina. Bina which is totally divorced from any form of physicality. So why do we have five prayers? Because this is connecting and the five prayers, meaning we call it prayers, we're going to ask for each level of energy. And the levels of energy we also learn come down from Keta to Malchut. The reason we have the five prayers is because we want to connect to the five levels of that energy store called Bina, because everything is manifest as five. I, I, I think we essentially we have. So that's what you have to do, and this is what you've got to concentrate on. I just wanted to give you the, the highlights of why Yom Kippur is important. That's the time we're going to get the energy. That's the time.